I want to welcome you guys to Our Bop, Our Bop. This is Riddick's Book of Philosophy. My name's Philip Riddick, and this is where I talk about what I want to talk about the way I want to talk about it. If you enjoy this podcast, tell your friends, family, and loved ones to come in and enjoy my whimsical way of saying things, doing things, and thinking about things. Please hold for a very important message. Hey, everybody. Sooner or later, you're going to have to travel. You're going to have to take a plane, a hotel, or rent a car or something, either because you want to go on a vacation, something that you were waiting for, really wanted to do. Or sometimes we have some unfortunate circumstances in our families where we have to travel involuntarily. Either way or the other, if you need to travel, you want to save some money. I am an independent TSA travel savings ambassador for iBoomerang. And I can save you 30 to 70% on your travel. If you send me your first and last name to the following email address, dcboomgetaways at gmail.com. Once again, dcboombuumgetaways at gmail.com. I can send you an absolutely free website, yours personally, that you can use whenever you want, and it will save you money. It can save your money whenever you are going away. You might be going away now. You might be going away in the future. This website is yours forever. But once again, if you want to save money traveling 30 to 70%, shoot your first and last name to me at dcboom, B-U-U-M, getaways at gmail.com. All right, folks, I am live. I'm about a minute early. Give folks a chance to come on up in here and hopefully we can get some things straight, get some stuff understood. Hopefully. So this is the customary um couple of minutes customary couple of minutes before uh you know give people a chance to come in i got two eyeballs in here already hopefully i get a pretty good crowd because i got a lot of stuff i want to say yes um oh hey kent what's going on hey Dwayne blighting hey hey what's going on daryl babby's barbecue all right guys uh, just so you know, hey, uh, Madwood, what's going on? Hey, Perry Mathis. Um, I'm doing this simultaneously on Daddy Cooks just because I have the largest audience there. And I'm simultaneously doing this on my regular Facebook because there's some people I want them to hear this stuff too. All right. Now, once this is finished, I'm going to hide this on daddy cooks i'm gonna download the video and then i'm gonna re-upload it to my rbop okay guys now i don't know if this is gonna be a actual podcast that i'm doing that i'm gonna do out as far as on the regular my podcast hosts meaning google or an apple and spotify and all of that it depends on how this conversation goes all right if we if i <laughs> i might go ham if it, it depends on how this conversation goes, will determine if I just keep this to my 
YouTube, Facebook, social media, or am I going to release this to the world? I don't know yet. I don't know yet because I'm not psychic and I don't know how this is going to go. All right. We got that out of the way. Kent said, hold on. Let me go back up. Hey, S&J, how you doing? Uh, I saw Kent. He said, I'm not black, but I can, but can I wait? Hell yeah, you can weigh in. Everybody in here can weigh in. I can hear your view. You can hear my view. All I want is for everyone to try to understand everybody else's view. Fair warning. There will be some colorful language because I'm that type of dude. That's for two reasons. One, I'm not going to candy code shit for nobody. And two, I'm trying four roses for the first time. <laughs> this stuff tastes pretty good. Anyway, now, the world, not the world. Yes, the world, hold on before I start. Is my audio good, guys? Can you hear me? Hey, Johnny Max, what's going on, brother? Hey, how you doing? Is my audio good before I tear into this? Say it. As it is, uh, yes, of course, Paul. All right. If my audio is good, guys, just let me know real quick, fast, and then I can move on in. Hello. When your audio is good. Thank you, Paul. I'm getting hands up, getting yes. Sounds great. Thank you, Carla. All right, guys. I have been reluctant to get online, to do a live, to do a podcast, to do anything. For the last four days. Every day I said I was going to do it. Every day I get fucking pissed off. Then I say I'm going to do it. And then something else will happen. And then something will happen. And then I'd feel good. Man, that's wonderful. Some good stuff's happening. You know, there's some positive change. And then the next day some other shit will happen. And I get pissed the fuck off. So it's taken me this time. To kind of collect my thoughts. Although I haven't written down anything. To collect my thoughts before I got on here. Okay. Here we go. First and foremost, white people, stop telling black people how to be black people. First, come on, man, stop it. Stop trying to tell black people how they're supposed to think. Stop telling black people how they're supposed to act. Motherfuckers can't go to, go to work because their hair's been braided. Stop telling motherfuckers how to look. All right. This is supposed to be a free fucking country. This country, according to what everybody says, is based on the founding fathers. Who's founding fathers? Now, I love this country, guys. I went to war, four different wars for the United States of America. I've been shot at. I've seen people wounded. Hell, I've shot motherfuckers. I've done that four different times. Operation Just Cause. No, let me back up. Yeah, Operation Just Cause, December 89, Panama. When we got Noriega, I was part of that. Desert Shield, Desert Storm. When we went into freaking Iraq the first time, I was part of that. Iraqi freedom, when we went back, I'm sorry, enduring freedom, when I went to, we went to Afghanistan, climbing the mountains, walking in caves and all that shit, getting shot at, shooting people, I was part of that. And then finally, Iraqi freedom, when I took my butt back to Iraq, I was part of that. For this great nation, I swore to defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemy, foreign, and fucking domestic. I didn't just swear it. I did it. I've been hurt. 
I've been aches and pains. My feet have bled. I brought people to tears. I've trained people to do the same freaking thing. I've trained United States Army Airborne Rangers, some of the most elite to protect people's asses in this country. I've trained basic trainees. I was a drill sergeant. Drill sergeant hat sitting right up there in the freaking, on one of those freaking statues. The newest soldiers in the United States Army. I trained them so that they could defend you. I trained the newest freaking officers. You can see that mural. Let me see if I can get it right. Right there on the wall. That's from WPI, Worcester Polytechnic Institute. I was the freaking, uh, one of the instructors there. I teach in military science. The newest officers in the United States Army so that they could defend your asses. But then I have to feel like I might not be able to do something in this country. Come on, man. That ain't right. Just things to think about. Being a gun owner. Let's say I got a freaking concealed carry. I got a, let's say I got a concealed carry license. This is what I have to think about. Mm, it's dangerous out there. Maybe I should take my freaking pistol, you know, take my Glock with me to defend myself. Oh, shit, wait. I might get pulled over on a traffic incident. And then I showed it, tell the cop I got my freaking concealed. I got a gun and get shot the fuck down like freaking Castile did. So now I got to write the bare arms, but I got to think, is it smart if I do this shit? Are you with me on that? If I do what is a freaking constitutional right, might get me killed. If I don't take the gun, I can't defend myself. That might get me fucking killed. Now, how many people ever had to think about that? I'm not talking about white, black, or whatever. Have you ever had to think about that? Huh? Do you get a weird, a weird freaking uh, uh, feeling in the pit of your stomach when the police pull behind you? Man, I hope you don't turn the lights on. Fuck. I know I didn't do anything wrong, but something might happen. You know, I might get, I might get some freaking cop that's so fucking scared. His fear busts a cap in me before I can say anything. Pow, pow, pow. Oh, he moved funny. Black guy. I was just watching some shit on the news today. An old man was pushed down. 90-something-year-old man was pushed down. Hit his head, bleeding. The cops that pushed him down not only kept going by, they didn't even freaking stop to help the guy. One police officer was going to help him. They kind of shrugged him off and kept walking. Their report was the old man, I'm sorry, 75-year-old man, I think. However old, how old he was, shit. Their story was he tripped. Video says they pushed him, but nothing happened to those guys because they're going to automatically fucking believe the police because that is what we are supposed to be able to do. The police is supposed to be beyond reproach. The best of the best of the civilian world. I'm not talking military. These guys are supposed to be trained. These guys are supposed to be fucking brave. These guys are supposed to freaking be able to freaking uh, uh, protect and serve. That's what they got hired for. But somehow another's turned into a fucking uh, 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 military. They're shooting motherfuckers. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, I get why it's happening. What I don't understand, people, is the people that act like they don't know 
why people are going fucking ham. For the non-layman, ham is H-A-M. Hard as a motherfucker. So people don't understand why people are going ham right now. Huh? I got people asking me, well, Phil, what? Well, the, the police officers have all been freaking charged. How come they're still rioting? Well, let me think. Uh, Zimmerman was charged. He wasn't a cop, but he was charged. Walk scot-free. How many times do police officers get charged and then they freaking walk scot-fucking-free? The rioting ain't stopping because they got charged. Four people got charged. We want, they need to be tried and fucking convicted. That's when people are going to feel better. So all the people out there, you don't want freaking peace. I heard this from Al Sharpton yesterday. You don't want peace. You want quiet. You want the people to shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Let the stuff get fixed. Let it work itself out. Just shut up. You'll get your peace. But we've been hearing that shit for fucking years. Decades. Centuries. Just be quiet. Come on, man. Come on. The same story keeps happening over and over and over. It's not that it's being more racism happening. It's just more motherfuckers got cameras now. Remember that dude jumped out of the car and ran from the police, shot that, the police officer shot that motherfucker in his back, killed him, and then placed a gun on him. But he didn't see the other guy on the other side of the freaking fence in the tree with his freaking phone out. Once that video went out, then a week later, I believe it was, they charged him. And then after that, he got convicted. If it wasn't for Mr. Motherfucker on the other side of the fence with the phone, with the camera, he would have walked. That's why people are pissed off. People have been getting beat down, abused. Come on, man. Let's go all the way back to freaking from slavery. From slavery, then you go into Jim Crow. When you're still treated like a piece of fucking shit, you can't go here. You can't do this. You can't drink out of this water fountain. They do a peaceful protest. Everybody wants a peaceful fucking protest. But when they sat at the counter peacefully, then motherfuckers are spitting on them, throwing shit at them because they want you peaceful. And then they'll come back later and say, well, we'll fix the problem. Just be quiet. We'll work on it. Motherfuckers been working on this shit for 400 fucking years. Ain't fixed yet. Now, there's something happening now, because this shit's worldwide now, all right? It's worldwide. Now there's a movement. Now things are starting to function. You watch TV now, more and more police officers are getting called on their shit, and they're, going to, they're getting charged and hopefully start going to jail for that crap. I forget what state it was. I think it's Minnesota. They just, uh, uh, they're working on legislature. There's no more chokeholds. And if there's a check, a chokehold done, the partner, if you don't report it, you're going to get charged just like you did it your fucking self. Beautiful. That's great. That's fantastic. Now, let me ask you this question, folks. The average person easily can identify a good guy and a bad guy. Easily. All right. What's what LaPierre said? The freaking, uh, uh, um, the guy from the uh, uh, NRA, oh, it takes a good guy with a gun to stop a bad guy with a gun. Yeah, you can identify good guys and bad guys. I understand that. 
You can identify a good cop and a bad cop. I can identify. I, I can understand that shit too. But why the fuck can people not understand a freaking peaceful protest as opposed to a fucking riot? If you can have good people and bad people, how come you can't have a good assembly and a bad fucking assembly? They're not the same. But everybody seems to bundle them together. There's a lot of people out there. Some of you probably fucking listening to me that can't separate the fucking two. And that's bullshit. You can be a good person. It's your First Amendment right to be able to assemble. As long as you do it peacefully and you're not breaking the law. That's a First Amendment right. That's just as much of a fucking right as a Second Amendment right. But somehow in your brain, some of you cannot distinguish the difference between a peaceful protest and a motherfucking riot. I don't understand why your brains can't split the two. Now, I don't want this to get, to get political, but it's going to go that way. It's going to go that way. All right. What's boiling my ass is the people that say, I can do this, but you can't. It's okay for me to do it, but you can't. And it's fucking irritating. It's wrong. It's fucking disgusting. I can do it, but you can't. I can vote by mail, but you can't. None of you guys can vote by mail because you might cheat. Right? Oh, we don't want immigrants to come in. Don't bring in immigrants because they come in, they get married, and then that chain migration, they bring in their family too. When did Melania's fucking mother and father show up? Two years ago? Come on, man. You can't say I can't do some shit, but you can fucking do it. Come on. Give me a freaking break. Give me a break. So, yes, I'm angry. I'm not mad. Dogs getting mad. Animals getting mad. I'm angry. Now, it's about to go crazy, freaking crazy around here tomorrow, okay? I happen to live in Rayford, North Carolina. i give you one guess where Mr. George Floyd's next memorial service is going to be. All right? I'm not going to tell you the name, but its initials are Rayford, North fucking Carolina. The church they're going to be is freaking three to five miles down the street from my house. I pass it every day on my way to fucking Walmart. It's going to be crazy. The world's going to descend on this small little town right on the ass end of Fort Bragg. It's about to get crazy here. I hope everything works out. I hope everything stays peaceful. Okay. But there's so many things that people have said so many things. Let's talk about this. If you have the right to peacefully protest, okay, if you have the right to assemble, I got people telling me, oh, oh, that assembly, that freaking protest in front of the White House that got pushed out violently, violently. They were shot with freaking pepper balls, okay? They were shot with pepper balls. A form of freaking tear gas, which was admitted today by the park authority. But I don't know how many people on Facebook. Oh, hold on, Phil. Stop, man. Hold on. Kaylee McEnany said that there was no freaking tear gas. The press secretary. That bitch been lying since she got there. She's just another Kellyanne Conway. 
Oh no, there was no tear gas. There were no rubber bullets. And I was show going down the line to show them, hey man, here's a video right here. There's a video with some Australian reporters. You can see when the dude got the camera hit, punched him in the fucking camera. The people says we're getting shot. We're getting tear gas. Now, they did not know what it was accurately. But what's the difference between freaking pepper spray or pepper gas and tear gas? Pepper spray makes your eyes tear the fuck up. It makes you choke. It makes you cough. So does fucking tear gas. So here was my question. Hey, Phil, McEnany said it wasn't tear gas. I said, well, um, so you're okay with the fact that the people were violently pushed out? And they, their First Amendment rights were violated. They said, well, they should. They were asked to move and they should have moved out of the way because when the president has somewhere to go important. OK. But walking across the, tr the street to take a picture with an upside down Bible ain't motherfucking important enough to violate somebody's First Amendment rights, at least in my fucking brain. You with me on that? Now, let's talk about this. Cause And I do not hate President Trump. I hate that he fucking lies so much. I hate that his fucking ego is so freaking big that it gets bruised all the time. I hate that his freaking feelings get hurt. Now, what I'm about to tell you, feel free to check for yourself. You ain't got to believe me. But about two or three days ago, the White House was blacked out. All the lights were out. President Trump was whisked into the bunker for his safety. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If they thought the riot might have been close and might have been uh, dangerous, it was nighttime, and there probably were riots at night. If you notice the trend, the daytime, you have peaceful protests. Nighttime, then the criminals come out because they want to steal some shit. Ding, 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 ding. Black people, a lot of them are disenfranch dis disenfranchised and poor. Some of us are opportunists. You get a chance to steal a big fucking screen TV under the cloak of darkness and shit's on fire. Hey, come on, man. Some motherfuckers just can't resist that shit. Especially if you've never had nothing. Now, back to being whisked down into the bunker. There's nothing wrong with that. They're trying to protect the man. Nobody wants anything bad to happen to the president of the United States. I don't. But then when the news went out, and they started saying that he got wish He felt like he was weak. They were talking shit about him, he felt. Oh, I'm weak. So now, the reality star freaking president that we have had to do a big freaking production and make himself look better. So, and you go back and look at this. When he was doing that speech about being the law and order president in the freaking Rose Garden, I want you to turn the volume up loud and listen to all the boom, 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 pop, pop, pop in the background while he's talking. While he was talking simultaneously, I really want to use that word, simultaneously is when all those people, the peaceful protest was being violently pushed, violently pushed back out of the square so that President Trump afterwards could walk his ass calmly and peacefully with his entourage of no black people present, I might add, to go up to the church that he wasn't invited to go to, to hold a Bible upside down that he didn't even freaking own, to take pictures. 
And I got motherfuckers telling me that, oh, well, well, that was all right. Okay. Does that feel morally right? Is that something you would have done? Had a bunch of people fired upon with freaking uh, uh, rubber bullets and freaking uh, paint, I'm sorry, uh, pepper ball pellets to move them out of the way, violating their First Amendment rights. And check this out. Not only did they have the police there, they had the National Guard. I had a motherfucker tell me this. I say, man, you, you comfortable with the United States military being used against protests? Oh, National Guard is not military. What? The f- in what fucking part of the world is the National Guard not military? All right. People start trying to spin words and stuff. Oh, well, they're not active. I didn't fucking say active. I said military. Now. This man lost his life because somebody didn't give a fuck. Three somebodies didn't give a fuck. I'm sorry, four somebodies didn't give a fuck, which is a tragedy. It's a travesty. All right. Now, let me move on to something different here. Now, we got all of... Some of you people, those people, us people. The Second Amendment motherfuckers. We got guns. Oh, you can't take our guns. We got to have our guns. No gun regulation. We don't want any, any common sense gun regulation. Thank God that there hasn't been any freaking school shootings. Because there hasn't been any motherfucking school. So we haven't had any school shootings. But we had to only lose 100 plus thousand motherfuckers dead to achieve that goal. Don't you feel good about that, guys? Put your hands together. Put your hands fucking together. In order to stop some fuckers from illegally grabbing guns or buying a gun and going pop goes the weasel or going freaking snap crackling pop and wanting to shoot up a freaking movie theater, want to shoot up a school, want to shoot up a church, want to shoot up a freaking bar. All right? But no. We want our guns. You can't touch our guns. The right to bear arms shall not be infringed upon. That's what they fucking say. Now, before I get into what I'm actually going into, let's talk about the right to bear arms not being infringed upon. You cannot freaking have a fucking bazooka. That's an arm. You can't have a machine gun without a special license or be a collector and shit. You can't have it. You can't have fully automatic weapons. You can't have it. Aren't you being infringed? Those are already laws. So listen, Second Amendment motherfuckers, the right to bear arm is already infringed upon because there's some shit you just can't fucking have. And then when someone wants some common sense regulation, to stop freaking kids and people from getting shot. I don't know re- what regulation it will be. If I had the right answer, I'd be a rich motherfucker. You'd be listening to me on TV instead of on fucking YouTube. All right? But, come on, man. Give me a freaking break. Give me a break. Now, back to where I was going with this. The Second Amendment right guys. Can't can't take my guns. Why, man? Why can't we regulate guns? Because we need to make sure we have a militia. We need to be able to assemble as a militia 
in the event we have a tyrannical government and they turn the military against us. And you and I posted on Facebook yesterday or the day before, hey, Second Amendment right motherfuckers, load the fuck up. Because right now we got President Trump threatening to release the military against protests. And the reason I'm concerned because some of you motherfuckers are going to say, no, he's only going to release the military against the rioters. But as I said earlier in this conversation, some of you can't distinguish the difference between a good freaking assembly and fucking a riot. Protesters, thank you, Chicago Low, Irma. Protesters are not terrorists. Rioters aren't even terrorists. They're just stupid fucking criminals. But they're still United States citizens. So are you Second Amendment? We need to freaking be able to join up on the, in a militia. Start militia in the fuck up, guys. Head to fucking D.C. The 82nd Airborne Division right next door. Fort Bragg, North Carolina. The 504 Parachute Infantry Regiment. My alma mater. My former unit. The 504 Parachute Infantry Regiment was moved, deployed to Washington, D.C. Those aren't National Guards. Those aren't Army Reserves. Those are me type of motherfuckers. Those guys jump out of airplanes. The 82nd Airborne Division freaking mission statement is to deploy anywhere in the world within 18 hours or less, exit an aircraft, and upon contact with the ground, fight and win. That's what the freaking 82nd Airborne Division does. They're a go-to-war fucking unit. Very efficient. Highly trained. Highly disciplined. Very brave. They jump out of airplanes to fucking practice. Just to go to the field. When I was stationed here at Fort Bragg, on month, when we're going into freaking ITC, the intensive training cycle, we go to the field for about four, five, six weeks. Monday, we'd load up on airplanes, fly, jump on a drop zone, hit the ground, practice fighting wars, navigation, SOPs, which are freaking uh, standard operating procedures and shit like that. Go to war shit. Okay, then we'd march all the way back to Fort Bragg. Guess what we do next Monday? Load up in the airplanes, fly, fucking jump on a different drop zone, hit the ground, start walking, practicing, hurting people, blowing shit up, killing people. That's what we fucking did. And that's who Trump wants to send to fucking D.C. For protests? Straight alpha males. Guys that don't take no shit off of anybody. Tell me that's not an accident waiting to happen. That's like having a fucking shitload of pit bulls mad as fuck behind the fence. You say, well, we're going to let them out, but trust me, they won't bite. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Come on, man. Now, let's talk about being a black guy for a minute. A black father. I can only talk about me. I got four beautiful girls. And you know what? Any black person here, any white person married to a black person with freaking adopted kids, married kids that are of color, regardless if they're not white, mixed, whatever, every one of them have had to give them the talk. The talk. Hey, if you get pulled over by the police, Make sure you freaking uh, stay calm. Don't get nervous. Give them what they want. Don't make an argument. Not because you're trying to be respectful. It's because you don't want to fucking escalate some shit, get snatched out of a fucking car and beat the fuck down. You've seen that happen on TV. 
Motherfucker shot because you move too fast. You've seen that happen on TV. You don't want to jump out and act loud. What do you pull me over for, officer? Like freaking non-black people do all the time. Hey, officer, what are you pulling me over for? This is bullshit. And the cop would take it. They're arguing back and forth. Motherfuckers and drove away from cops. White people. Black people don't get that luxury. We got to clamp it fuck down, man. Nervous. Nervous. I've jumped out of airplanes and gone to war four times. When the police pull me over, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Tell me that's okay. Tell me that's all right to live that way. Huh? Tell me that's not terrorism. Every freaking black person in the United States is fucking terrorized. There's shit we can't do. There's shit we can't say. Hell, you get pulled over. You ain't supposed to be in this neighborhood. Why are you here? What are you here for? Officer, pull you over. Stop. Come here. What are you here? What are you talking? What are you here for? But that don't happen to a freaking white guy walking through a freaking neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Now, right now, all the black people want, and this isn't just black people, because if you guys see these protests, hell, and the riots, and all kind of motherfuckers in there, white, black, Puerto Rican, short, fat, skinny, tall, ugly, pretty, everything. But the focus, and I'll get to that in a second, the focus is on the mistreatment, the abuse, the marginalism, and all of that that's been happening since black people were either sold or stolen to come to this country as fucking slaves. They were mistreated then, raped, burned, hung, family separated. Had to emasculate the men because we're big. We're big boned, big structure. Black people are muscular, especially when we're young and shit. All right? We're imposing. You didn't think slave masters wanted that shit around, did you? Fuck no. A bunch of pissed off, freaking angry, deep, dark skinned, fucking cocks, diesel motherfuckers walking around. No, we got to quell that. They got to quell that shit. Now, how do they do that? How do they do that? Some of them were raped in front of everybody. Take their manhood. Someone stick a dick in their ass in front of people. Yes, that happened. Emasculate the guy. That's happened. All right? Some of them, you whip them until they can fucking barely move. Disfigured. All of that shit. And then, once that was over, once slavery was over... Then, hey, you're good to go. You're free. But you can't live here. You can't live there. You can't get a fucking job. Don't look at me, boy. You start doing too good, they'll tear down your fucking community. That's happened. Let's move forward a little bit more. 60s and 70s. The shit's not equal. All right? The loans, they're not going to give a freaking black guy a loan, the same type of loan that they're going to give a freaking white person. That's not fair. Let's talk about how shit works. And this, I got this from freaking Charles Riley. He's in here. He sent, he sent me something and I saw it. You buy property. If you can buy property, then you have something for collateral. Now you will borrow off of that property 
to make yourself a business or if you're farming so you can buy equipment and you can make more money, pay that loan back and you do it again, do it again. But if you're not in a position because you're black to get the property, you're already at a disadvantage. You don't have anything to hand down to your kids. You don't have a motherfucking legacy because you got nowhere to start. That's when they start talking about systematic racism. The system's fucking rigged. Look at all the rich, rich, crazy, freaking old money in America. The Rockefellers. That money's been handed down from generation to generation to generation. Somebody bought a house, borrowed on it, made more shit, borrowed more money, made more shit. After a while, you got a business. Then you got a freaking corporation. Next thing you know, you got old money. All right? Look at Walmart. You with me? That's how you build a legacy. That's how you pass shit down to your family. That's how you freaking make, that's how the families end up being freaking rich as fuck. That's how they end up being millionaires and billionaires. All right. Where did Trump start? He got millions of dollars from daddy. Handing in the money to fuck down. Thank you, Jermaine. I beat you to it. There you go, man. <laughs> anyway. Come on. Let's say, uh, Mijimu, it doesn't work that way. No, I'm not giving you all the freaking scenarios on how everything fucking works. But that's the concept. All right, this is kind of like a meme. All right, it's an idea. Kind of gets you in the right direction. If you want exact, figure it out yourself. It kills me, man. But then people don't understand why people are so freaking mad. Why they're so angry. All right. They don't get it. People don't freaking get it. I was surprised on the amount of people that were asking me, well, Phil, well, what is this about? What? And this is my common freaking reply. One, I'm surprised that I had to explain this to you. And I'm shocked that you didn't know. Come on, man. Why do you think motherfuckers are mad as fuck? Nothing ever got handed down to me, and I'm like, I'm not fucking talking about you then, man. I'm not talking about you. See, here's the thing. Okay, here's a whole different subject. When it comes down to people's plight, people's problems, people's situation. And I saw this somewhere too. There's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. Right now, the country is talking about the freaking injustice of the black community forever. And black people are fed up because things have been bad for them a lot. Terrible. Now, that doesn't mean things aren't bad for Indians. That's not, that doesn't mean things aren't bad for Asians. That doesn't mean things aren't bad for white people. That's not what this is about. Yes, you have problems too. But then right now, the time is to attack this issue. All right. This issue that's been ignored for centuries. Now is the time. Not taken away from anybody else's problem. But right now, it's not the time for you to bring up your problem right now. 
We're trying to unfuck the black people right now. Can't fix the whole fucking world at once. If I get one more person to say, well, you got the riots, Phil. What about black and black on black crime? What about white on fucking white crime? We're not talking about black on black crime. We're talking about the injustice being corrected for black people for the very first time. They're trying to look at it. You with me? They're trying to work on everybody's going ham all over the freaking nation right now. And they, this whole subject has gripped the nation. And that's a good thing. Some people feel good about it. Some people feel bad about it. Some people feel guilty. Some people are fucking mad. But the situation is about trying to change the inequality, the abuse and the freaking injustices that have been placed upon black people forever. Time and a place. One thing at a time. I posted something a while back. Once we get the cops to stop killing us, I hope we stop killing us. We meaning black people. All right. Now, still talking about the police. Let's talk about sentencing. All right. Let's talk about how things aren't the same when it comes to a motherfucker does this white guy. A motherfucker does the exact same thing. Black guy. And the black guy goes to jail forever and the white guy gets fucking probation. Riddle me that, bat, riddle me that Batman. Remember that freaking googly fucking white boy that raped a fucking girl behind a dumpster and they put him on probation. Rape! They put him on probation because he was a fucking swimmer, an athlete, and fucking prison wouldn't have been good for him. I'm pretty sure getting your pussy stole wasn't good for her. Come on, man. Come on. I remember a story. Black guy let his daughter go into the bathroom. Somebody was in the bathroom. I think it was a uh, some dude or a trans something was in the bathroom trying to fuck with his girl, his daughter, little girl. And that man went in there and beat the brakes off of that motherfucker. Now, unfortunately, he beat him so bad that he killed him. Now, that wasn't premeditated. Because if you fuck with one of my daughters, I'm going to try to beat the fucking brakes off of your ass, too. He wasn't trying to kill the guy. But the dude that got killed was trying to fucking abduct or rape his child daughter. And they put that motherfucker in jail forever. If I was a judge, I'd be like, what happened? What? He? Hey, look, man. You know you weren't supposed to kill that motherfucker. So next time, do better. Case dismissed. Bang! Justifiable homicide. Come on, man. Come on. You got cocaine and you got crack. Cocaine and crack. We talking back during the freaking war on drugs. This is Clinton's baby. All right. This was when the Clinton administration was fucking black people up, locking us up all over the place. Cocaine versus crack. Crack. Was a black people drug. That's an, it's cheap. Get addicted all over the neighborhoods, all over Chicago now. At least on the south side where I'm from, where I used to be from. All right. But cocaine, that was the blue collar, white collar. Rich motherfuckers had to get cocaine because it was too expensive. All right. Broke people could get crack. Rich people got cocaine. But if they both had the exact same amount, there was mandatory minimum 
prison time for crack, but they were way more lenient on cocaine. They're both freaking cocaine. How's that fair? How's that fair? War on drugs. But it was a freaking drug epidemic. Black people were getting fucked up with crack. But they just started putting people in jail. Now, let's fast forward back to the beginning of the Trump administration. You start talking about opioids. Oh, shit. Opioids was fucking up the white people because black people weren't doing that that much. White people were getting fucked. Guess what happened? It turned into a national freaking emergency. Remember that? National fucking. It was a national freaking. It wasn't an emergency. He called it a national something. Freaking. It was a critical issue. Trump's passing legislation because freaking the opioids are coming in from fucking Mexico and the white people are getting fucked up and the fucking federal government got involved. There wasn't no freaking war on opioids. They weren't putting motherfuckers in jail for getting addicted to that shit. Oh, no. It turned into a disease then. Oh, you're addicted to opioids. It's a disease. You need to be treated. But if you're addicted to crack, black people need to go to jail because you shouldn't have had that shit. That's when I'm talking about shit that's not fair. That's when you talk about disparity. You with me on that, folks? You with me on that? Now, racism's not new. Nor has racism gone away. Somebody told me this. You know what? COVID, I ain't gonna say that word. You know what the virus and freaking um, racism have in common? Nobody believes that shit until it affects them. You got some non-masked motherfuckers right now. Transition to the next subject. Because I'm touching, I'm I'm freaking hitting everything that people have been hitting me with. Well, Phil, since all those people are out there protesting and stuff, it must not be the virus must not be that bad. So we should be able to do what the hell we want. Hold on. I'm not a freaking doctor. I'm not a physician. I'm not a scientist. There's nothing that I can do to stop this virus from killing me. But if I'm going to risk my life for something, I'm going to risk my life to stop the police from killing me. So I'll risk the disease to try to get the word out. That's why people are walking so close together. Some of them are wearing masks the best they can. But if you're going to try to save your life, would you risk your life to do that? Huh? I would. I damn sure would. My only point here, folks, is in the United States of America, all people want is to be treated, be treated fairly, equally. If I break the law, then I go to jail. The same amount of jail as a white guy gets. Shouldn't be no extra black people time. You with me? If I put in a resume for a job, and my name's freaking uh, 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 Daquan. It should get looked at just as equally as Jody's. That's all people want. They want equality. We've been working on equality forever. Now, please, please, white people and others, 
But please, white people, please stop saying, well, why don't you act like Martin Luther King? Y'all see how Martin Luther King, how he used to protest? They were just quiet and they walked and they had on suits. Yes, indeed. But here's two things about Martin Luther King. Thing number one, after the police showed up, they got their asses whooped. They broke out the dogs. They broke out the hoses. They got beat up in the fucking head and shit. They didn't take pictures of that shit. You didn't see the picture after the police showed up. So please stop throwing that out. And then on top of that, Martin Luther King was trying to do things peacefully and they fucking killed him. So please stop telling me, well, what would Dr. King do? I'm pretty sure if he knows now what he would, if he knew the way he'd do some shit a little bit fucking differently. Now, the other side of that coin, Mr. N Mr. Violet, Malcolm X, he was like by any means necessary. And guess what? He ended up just like the guy that was fucking peaceful. They killed him. How about that? How about that? Anyway, Big Gibbs says, how is, uh, how is that racism in the military? I don't know, man. I retired freaking many, many moons ago. I'm sorry, guys. I have not been <laughs> looking at the comments because I just want to get this shit out. I just wanted to get this shit off my chest. I wanted to explain a few things to some folks. That's all this was about. Now, I'm going to do this. Well, I've been on for 47 minutes. I'm going to do this. I'm getting ready to open up the phone line and see if anybody wants to join in on this conversation. How about that, folks? How about that? If you want to call in, guys, here you go. I'm about to put the number on the screen. Bam. If you want to call in and join the conversation, call that number. And we can talk about a few things. Give me a call. So like I said before, no, I'm not mad. I'm angry. But there's things that are so unfair and I can't understand the amount of people that just don't seem to fucking understand. Your eyes aren't closed because you see some shit, but you're motherfucking squinting. You want to see what only what you want to see. Let's see here. Call from Paul. To accept press. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Good. How you doing, Phil? I'm mildly irritated. <laughs> mildly yeah, I, irritated, I my friend. I've, I've been watching uh, watching your video uh, since you started, man. I I I just want to say that as a fellow uh, military guy, I, I retired after 20 years. Thank uh, you for your service, my friend. Thank you. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you. Anytime. Uh, the best way the best way that anybody could ever get out of the, uh, you know, racism and, and prejudice bullshit is for that person to, uh, join the military where every, every time you do something, mm -hmm. uh, your, your, your life depends on 
somebody else. Doesn't matter who it is, where they're from, what color their skin is. Uh, and it, it will get you over that bullshit as soon as you, uh, as soon as you join and, and start doing missions. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, man. In the military, and you know this, you're forced to be selfless. You know? Yes, and sir. What was your branch? Yeah. I was, uh, I was infantry for, I was airborne infantry for about seven years. Never, never made it to brag. That's right. I, yeah. I was never made it to brag, but, uh, as soon as I, uh, went to aviation, started flying, uh, they stationed me at, at brag. So <laughs> air, air, airborne all the way, my brother. Uh, and excuse yes, the beeping yes, in sir. the back. Somebody else is trying to call in, but to your point, um, to good. your point, being an infantry guy, when you're in that fighting position yeah. and you're shooting, you're not even shooting for yourself. Remember that, how you build a defense? No. You're covering the guy to your left or to your right. They yep. cover you. It's called interlock and fire. Yep. So even at yes, war, sir. folks, listen, even if you go to war, you dig into a defense and you're stationary, you're waiting to be attacked. You're not even shooting to save yourself. You're shooting to save the guy next to you. Now, how many of y'all exactly. didn't know that? That's that's how it is, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, man. Have a good one. Hey, uh, man. I'm tr- every day is different. You be safe out there. And, uh, hey, love you like cooked food, man. Thanks for calling. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Bye. Talk to you later. Take care. All right, guys. The line's open. Whoever's trying to call, try to hit me again. All right. Chicago say, we are our brother's keeper. Yes, we're trying to be. All right. But freaking, even while I'm waiting on another call, guys, see, racism, we kind of, you kind of get complacent. You see it so much. You hear it so much. You kind of get stuck on it. I'll get back to this in a second. Call from Daddy Cooks. I'm Daddy Cooks. Who's this? Uh, Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave. Waters. How you doing, Dave? What's going hey, on? How's it going, man? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm surprised I even got in touch with you. Okay, what's going on? Yeah, man, I, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen what's going on in recent events in, in the United States, man. And then uh, I don't know what's your take on this, what Trump and what his, his representatives and his people are calling for and stuff right. like that. And I just want the black people to know, like, this, I mean, this can't go on any longer. And I know it's stuff like this has been happening behind closed doors. And, and we're fortunate enough for this event to be so polarized. And we have a voice. And, and we're making little changes, but... I still feel like we're in the enemy and I don't know how long it's going to keep going with mine, but we're considered like inferior. And I just want to know what's your take on this. And okay. Now who's we, who, who's we that's inferior in your scenario? Uh, like, uh, I guess so far being taught, you know, in this being living in this country is black. All right. So, uh, the question is what's my take on black people being taught to be inferior or being thought of as inferior. That's your question. I'm guessing, like, I guess the question I'm trying to ask you is, like, what is your advice for black people growing up in America to, like, for us to set us apart and make a change in this country from your experiences and what have you been through the struggle? Oh, that's easy. That's easy. Treat people with dignity and respect. That's it. That's it. Treat people with dignity and respect. But the problem is, as a, as a black man, formerly a little black boy growing up, is when you're taught to do that, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and all of that, 
And then you turn mm-hmm. around and you still get hit with the racism. So after a while, yeah. the yes, sir, yes, ma'am goes away to yeah, uh-huh, to disrespect. You see what I'm saying? You I erode. You erode. Can. You can erode the good out of people. You with wow. me? You okay. can erode the yeah, good I'm out of people. I'm with you. I'm with you. But I feel like the hatred goes even deeper than that and just respond to someone yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. I mean... I don't know how that is that going to solve the problem with the hatred for us in America. Like, I, I don't know what else to, what else we can do to like get respect and dignity that we deserve. There's nothing we can do. That's why people are doing what they're doing now. You can't ask a person to stop hating you. You have to make them. You have to make them realize that they're the ones hating. Over and over and over, people have been, listen, man, the police are good. All right. All those black people that's been getting killed, they did something wrong. They resisted. They were doing something wrong. Freddie Gray resisted. He was selling fucking loose cigarettes. He resisted. Ended up dead. Okay. You with me? Freaking, he resisted. That dude, that dude that was sitting in the car, he didn't resist. The dude that the cop asked him for his freaking driver's license. He turned to reach. Oh, don't reach. Bam, bam, bam. But then I have people look at me in the face saying, but he resisted. No, the fuck he didn't. He was in the car. After he told the guy, I am a gun owner. I have a concealed carry. Told the cop that he has a gun. And he still got That's killed. Come on, man. Yep. Why would I? T- if I was trying to kill you, why would I tell you I had the fucking gun? I'd have shot you when you I walked would. the fuck up. <laughs> You know, and I excuse think my language. The window when people think about that. No, you good, dude. Yeah. You good. But what, listen, you can't. There's nothing that we can do. I, there's nothing I can do to stop a motherfucker from hating me. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm not a turn to turn the other cheek type of guy. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> I'm gonna defend me and mine. But the okay. only way you can stop that person from hating you is to freaking give them a reason to stop. Here's a story. I was a drill sergeant. Fort Benning, Georgia. Senior drill. Day right. one, get get 50 freaking basic trainees. All of them are short, fat, skinny, tall. Some of them look like they're made out of saltwater taffy. And I got to turn these kids into fucking soldiers and shit. Okay? And okay. this one young man, I can't remember his name, walked up to my face and says, hey, drill sergeant, I'm sorry, but I can't take orders from you because I'm not used to taking any orders from a nigger. Exact fucking words. Wow. The top of my head got hot. It took everything in me to not choke the fuck out of this kid. I'm an E7, sergeant first class. I got two other drill sergeants running over to the kid. All right? (laughs) I said, you guys take care of that motherfucker. I walked away. First, I was like, Riddick, Riddick, I'm good, first sergeant. And you know what I did with that young man? He stayed in that fucking platoon. I trained that motherfucker. And by the time we got to just before graduation, you got the turning blue ceremony. You know what I'm talking about. Turning blue ceremony, and then you got graduation about two days later. Turning blue ceremony, he walked up to me. He said, Senior Drill, I owe you an apology. He's like, you are one of the most respectful men I've ever met. I didn't know how bad I was fucked up by how I was raised. The kid apologized to me after freaking wow. after 14 weeks. All right. Wow. dude. Some people are freaking racist and don't even know it. 
All right? You're not born a racist. You're born a fucking baby. Okay? You're not born a Christian. You're born a fucking baby. You're not born a Democrat or a Republican. You're born a fucking baby. Everything after that, you learn. Yeah. Okay? I agree with you on that one. So that kid didn't know what he didn't know. He knew what he was taught. But he got deprogrammed in 14 weeks with me as a black senior drill sergeant and two freaking junior white junior drills, and the kid turned out just fucking fine. It wasn't his fault. Wow. So basically, you're telling me it's kind of be like copying Martin Luther King's kind of like his his approach to the whole discrimination and racism that was going on back then. No, not Martin Luther King. This is Philip fucking Riddick. Give the kid a reason to not freaking feel the way he feels. I treated that motherfucker with dignity, respect. I smoked the shit out of him. He did push-ups, sit-ups, ran, and ached in pain like everybody else, but I didn't treat him different, and he saw that. Oh, this black man's not fucking with me. This black man's trying to make me better, and by the time he graduated to be a United States Army freaking infantry soldier, he gained respect for his senior drill sergeant, a black man. That's oh, man, how you, man. Thank that's, you, man. You're welcome, man. That's how you beat racism. You got to give a person a reason not to fucking hate. You got to give them a reason to find out that you're valuable. You're not a piece of shit. You're not lazy. You're not shiftless. You know what I'm saying? You're valuable. I understand. Thanks for calling, okay. man. I hope that made sense. Thank you, man. No, yeah. thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Take care. All right. I'm back. I forgot what I was talking about, but that was a good conversation. That was a good conversation. Anyway, Daryl the Bad Beat Barbecue says, venting and talking about is healthy. Hold it in. is unhealthy. Oh, I don't hold in shit, man. Y'all know me. <laughs> I don't hold in nothing. All right? I just freaking pick my times to be tactful and when not to be tactful. Jody Neville says, should have beat his ass. No, you know why? If I'd have beat his ass, he wouldn't have learned nothing. Uh-oh. I know who this is. Ray Mac. Uh oh, somebody Accept, else. Just... Press one to send a voicemail. Press two. Hold on, just a second, Ray. To accept, press one to send a voicemail. Press two. All right, where you at, Ray? Hey, 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 Phil. What's, What's up, up, my brother? Oh man, love you like cook food. What's going on, baby? Man, I tell you what, you keep on cooking cook food. I love you all day, every day. <laughs> this, this right here, man, is a killer topic, man. Great topic. I'm enjoying every moment of it. Man, I was mad. I woke up mad, and then I calmed yeah. down. And yesterday, I did the same thing. And day before that, I did the same thing. You know what cheered me mm-hmm. up? You know what cheered me up? The what mayor of D.C. renamed the road on the way to the White House by Black Lives Matter Plaza, and they painted it in big fucking yellow letters all over the road. <laughs> I seen that. Man, I seen that. That cheered me that the fuck cool, up. Man. Yes, indeed. But what can that I do for cool. you? What can I do for you, my well, friend? On your topic field, man, let me tell you, man, you know, you always been one of those guys that's going to speak boldness, you know what I mean, without hesitating, showing no fear uh, to any man or woman, whatever the case may be. Yes, sir. Thank but you. Out of respect, man, out of respect. Man, I just tell you, man, keep doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people out there, yeah. whether they white, black, we deal with racism. Yeah. Even even Hispanics or whatever the case may be, we deal with racism in all kinds of forms, shapes, sizes, and everything. Right. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, I look different. 
you ain't gonna treat me the way that I'm supposed to be treated as a human being. You know what I'm saying? I might be fat, skinny, bald, missing teeth in the mouth. You see what I'm saying? So everybody got some kind of prejudice in them. Right. Now, I'm thinking the way that you can really stop prejudice or racism is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. But you have to teach your children, the new generation. Right. And I agree. I'm saying the new generation. I agree. This is the scary part. This is the scary part. Mm. For those that, that are three generations down who have been taught to hate people, those are the ones who scare me because they're going to try to teach their kids what they've learned. And that's how it keeps going. Like I said earlier. You see what I'm saying? You're not, bo- so, you're not born a racist, you're born a baby. You learn everything else after that. You do. Everything you do, else man. after that. You do. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to piggyback with what you just said, though. Look at who's the biggest voices right now. They are the young kids. I call them babies. You got kids fresh out of college, 20 years old. All right? Those are the ones that are mm-hmm. activists right now. They're the ones yelling, freaking, uh, uh, no justice, no peace. They're the ones saying, what's his name? They're the ones saying, what's her name to the young lady that got shot eight times in Florida? They're the ones that's keeping this going. If you can get that seed planted in the young folks, then it'll grow until they're old folks. You with me? Mm-hmm. It's already too late for us old motherfuckers. I mean, not ones like me, like you. You're Mr. Love and not hate. You've always been that way since I've known you. And I'm open-minded. I'm not afraid to say, you know what? I thought about that wrong. I understand now, and I can change my direction. I'm not rigid. I'm a fluid thinker. But some people are rigid. I'm a Democrat because my daddy was a Democrat and his daddy was a Democrat and his daddy was a Democrat. I'm a fucking Democrat. You're a fucking fool. Same thing with a Republican. All right. When I was in the military, I voted. Well, one, I'm an independent. I've always been a registered independent. But when I was in the military, I voted for Daddy Bush. I voted for Junior Bush. I voted for him. You know why? I was in the military. It was in my best interest. Freaking, matter of fact, I voted for Reagan. That was the first time I voted because the Republican Party had the biggest defense budget. The biggest raises we got when I was in the military was under freaking Reagan. Of course, I'm going to vote for the guy that's going to give me more fucking money. It was in my interest. I didn't have kids at the time. You with me? But then as as I got older, my focus changed. Okay. Now I got four girls. Do I want equal, equal pay for equal work for women? Of course I do. Republicans ain't leaning toward that. Democrats are. Do I want to get shot in the fucking face while I'm driving to work? No, I don't. The Democrats are going for police reform, not the Republicans. I'm a black guy. So my focus has changed. Um, Did I vote for freaking Barack Obama? Of course I did. Of course I did. And I'm going to say it out loud. First time I voted for him because he was black. There you go. I said it. Okay, but he's always been the type of guy when we had trouble in this nation, he tried to bring people together. I can't understand how Republicans are saying Obama was divisive and and separating the country. Look at what the fuck's happening right now. But when someone then when there was a school shooting, he was like, we need to bring this together, blah, blah, blah. Hell, he even cried a couple times. Republicans were like, oh, those are fake tears. At least he faked it. Riddle me this, man. 
Riddle me this. When you have a group of people that have been dominated for 400 years, do you really want to hear the president of the United States say, governors, you need to go out and dominate these people? The reason they're fucking protesting is because they've been dominated for 400 fucking years. It's not that hard. Or am I crazy? You're speaking truth, brother. You're speaking truth. All right, man. I, I always tell people, whether you're white or whether you're black, seek knowledge. Yes. You can't go along with what people say on television, on radio stations, your next-door neighbor, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? When it's dealing with part of politics, if you want to vote for the right person, go study what the person, um, who you want to vote for, go study what they stand for. Yes. Instead of listening to what everybody else is saying. Yes. I and as an individual, as an individual, I hate it to, to where you have, just like I tell anybody, man, I hate it when you got white people fighting black people and black people fighting white people. These people are saying you're eating up all the food stamps and all of this other kind of stuff. But then again, it's like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're eating up the food stamps too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So my thing of it is that I always say is this, why are we going to fall into that pot of allowing the corporations to keep us fighting their odds with one another? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I agree. You got your Fox News. You got your Fox News and your MSNBCs and your CNNs or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, when you look at Fox News dealing with what's going on today, Fox News is going to sit back and say, well, hey, you know what? They're beating up the police officers. They're shooting them. They're stabbing them. Mm-hmm. When you look at CNN, CNN saying that you got the police battling you beating the, the protesters yep. over the heads with the clubs and hitting them with it. You see, that they're, they're divisive. No yep. matter how we, how you look at it, they're divisive. But mm-hmm. to all of my white people, all my white brothers that's listening right now, even my white sisters, go back and study your history. Yep. Go back and study how the Ku Klux Klan came and formed and dominated. At one point, the Ku Klux Klan did some good stuff. But then they took a rotten apple to take that name and turn it into... To, to, Demons, you understand? Same you. thing with black people. Hey, before you black people go out here and praise Louis Farrakhan, go study the history. Yep, exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Indeed. So now it's like, okay, now, now how I look at it is that everybody has something in them that they're dealing with. But real life, real life, if you're black, white, Hispanic, and you see something wrong or going on with your brother, no matter what color their skin, don't just sit and act like you don't know what's happening. Speak on it. Help your fellow man. Help him. You're right. Human, simple decency, man. People know what's right and what's wrong. You just know. When you when you disregard that for whatever reason. That's when you go from good to bad, bad to evil. You know, you already know what's right and what's fucking wrong. You walk up and smack the shit out of a baby. You're just wrong. You know that. If you're bouncing a cute cute little baby on your lap and his little baby feet stomp you in the nuts, you still can't smack the shit out of him. You know, he's innocent. His little baby feet wasn't trying to beat your nuts up. You can't freaking, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know what's mm. right. I'm just trying to lighten the, the mood a little bit, but you know what I'm saying, man. You know what's yeah, right. You know right. what's wrong. Okay? That's a conscience mind. It's Having a, a consciousness. Yes. Just common freaking sense. Here you go. This is what I miss. 
and I've done this in the past, or I won't do it now to save my ass. But in the past, I've been driving. Uh, you see somebody, a lady by herself on the side of the road, and she freaking has a flat tire in a dress. And you just pull over behind them. You get out, say, can I help you? And I've done that two or three times in my lifetime. White lady, black lady, you know, help her change the tire. I wasn't doing shit. Ain't no way in fuck I would do that nowadays. You know, because it might end up with some freaking chick like that chicken freaking uh, uh, New York in freaking Central Park. Warn the guy, oh, I'm going to call the police and tell him that I'm being threatened by an African-American. She warned him. And then she did a freaking Academy Award winning freaking phone call. You saw that shit. You saw that shit. It's very damaging. She used that dude's, one, use his race and color as a weapon. And she warned him first. You have, the, you have the right to remain black, but if you don't leave me alone, everything I say and will can be used against you, black man. True that. For for all for all the Caucasian brothers and sisters that's listening right now, and for the statement that Phil just made, I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. A lie is what killed a lot of African Americans. Yep. A lie. And the tale. So if we listen, if we learn about our culture, black people, learn about the your own culture. Please do that. Here in North Carolina, I found out that in Wilmington, North Carolina in 1898, that that was like a black mecca for North Carolina. Mm. But all because of the racism that took place, hundreds and hundreds of black people was killed. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. It was a seed planet where they said, in order to keep the black man from dating the white woman, let's go and say that the black man is trying to rape yep. the white woman. And that way we can lynch him up. Yep. That's a true fact. Yeah. That's a true fact. If you want to know if I'm telling the truth, it's easy. Just go on YouTube and you Google um, Wilmington, North Carolina, um, 1898. You understand what I'm saying? And I yep. guarantee you it'll come up and you sit and you listen. And after that, do some homework. Tulsa, Oklahoma is another one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Do some homework on these riots, these massacres. Yeah. But at the same token, at the same token, as black people, you know what I mean? We got a lot of, you know, hatred in us. You know, we angry. Yes, sir. We have a right to be mad. Don't get it twisted. You know what I mean? We do have a right to be mad. Mm -hmm. And it's still wrong that a black man would have to learn how to drive his car going down the street and along with that, keeping his wallet close by the way he could put it on the dashboard with hands, you know what I'm saying, to 1 o'clock and 11 o'clock on the steering wheel. Yeah, I was going to so, bring that up. I'm glad you did. I'll bring that up in a second. It's something, man. And I just wish that a lot of people would stop listening to what other folks are saying. But it's okay to listen. It's okay to listen. But form your own opinion by doing your own homework and research. Exactly. This is how I listen to the news, man. I watch all of them. BBC, Al Jazeera, especially when I'm over in parts unknown. BBC, Al Jazeera, CNN, freaking Fox, freaking, uh, I can't stomach OAN because they kiss freaking, anyway, I'm not getting into that. I watch all of them. And like you said, Fox is going to say 
that it's going to be all right wing shit. MSNBC is the extreme opposite of that. It's all left wing shit. And then he got the rest of them in the middle. I was talking to a friend of mine and he's like, all the, all the freaking mainstream media hates Trump. So he only listens to Fox. And I started laughing. Listen, man, you have let Fox News convince you that they're the only ones right and don't listen to anybody else. Does that make any fucking sense? No answer. I got crickets. Cricket, cricket. All right. I form my own opinion. Okay. But I also freaking rely on my brain. What makes it? I was watching Fox News yesterday when the rest of everybody else was talking about, the, some were talking about riots and focusing on that. Some were talking about peaceful protests and focusing on that. Like that stuff that happened down there on the Merck when the North Carolina freaking, uh, I mean, when the Fayetteville police, they all took a knee and everything calmed down. And then that started happening all over the nation. You got some news networks that are concentrating on the actual protests. They'll talk about the riots, but they concentrate on the protests. You got some that concentrate only on the riots. You know what Fox News was talking about yesterday? The left is trying to defund the police. They were trying to make stories, make it sound like the left, the, the Democrats are trying to make police go away. Can you believe that shit? Those of you that are listening, if you were watching Fox yesterday, chime in. Am I fucking bullshitting or not? Come on. Some of y'all been watching Fox. What were they talking about yesterday? The Democrats are trying to defund the police, which is a crock of shit. What happened is in freaking D in, in New York, which has the biggest police force in the nation, they defunded $1 million and reallocated it toward freaking uh, uh, programs, toward freaking uh, anti-racism and understanding and uh, uh, putting out a better message. But Fox News is saying that Democrats are trying to defund the police. Oh, shit. Grab your guns. Popo's going away. The fucking evil Democrats are trying to make you out there on your own. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. Yeah. It, it's strange, man. It's strange. Like you say, political parties, man, we play each other. You know what I'm saying? You got Democrats, black people. Yep. If you want to really do something different in life, vote. Vote. Please vote. You know what I'm saying? Vote. Everybody. And even even if you you so called one vote Democrat, you vote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this is what I this is what I believe here. This yeah. is what I believe. Mm -hmm. As Democratic leaders in Washington DC, I'm gonna say this meaning from the bottom of my heart, they don't give a fuck about black people. The only thing that they give a fuck about is a vote. Republicans, realistically, Black people know that Republicans don't give a shit about them. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. And that's the whole case. But I want these white people to know, too, the Republicans don't give a fuck about you. No, you're right. It's what they can get out of you. That's the whole deal. They will play poor people against poor people. Yeah. Now, this is what they do to us. How this do we fix it? See, cause I got, I got a friend of mine. I got a friend of mine. Name, uh, well, well, Charles Riley. He called me Mr. President. He said I should run. <laughs> he said I should run. <laughs> anyway, he said you should run for office. <laughs> well, anyway, here's my thing, guys. You got old people. Look at Congress. I'm going to give you a quick lesson. Congress is the Senate and the House of Representatives. That's all of Congress. That's all of them. Look at the body. There's old motherfuckers that have been in there for 
ever, ever. All right. They don't have term limits. Why is it that you can only be a president for eight years, but you can be in fucking Congress forever? Strom Thurmond, that motherfucker stayed in there until he fucking died. Was he 80, 90? Come on, man. You should not be able to stay in Congress forever. You should be in Congress. Yeah, man. Listen, you should be in Congress. You shouldn't be able to be in, I say, at the most, two terms. And then you got to not be able to run. And then you could try again after a term or something. You got Mitch McConnell in there, Nancy Pelosi, freaking Schumer. I don't even know the other mother. Listen, all those motherfuckers need to go. Their brains are too old. Their brains are too old. They think old politics. All right. Here's my problem with Congress. And I'm going to correct you on one thing, Ray. You said the leaders. Ain't no motherfucking leaders. We only vote for one fucking leader. That's the president. Yes, I say it. Donald Trump is the leader. Everybody else is a motherfucking representative. You with me? Mm-hmm. We vote for Congress, their representatives. The House of, House of Representatives by the name and the Senate are Senate, their representatives of states. So you only vote for one motherfucking leader at the federal level. And then you have leaders underneath there. Every governor was elected to lead that state. Every mayor was elected to lead that city. You with me? But all the rest of those motherfuckers are just representatives. You with me? So if you're you're representing the United States of America, how come there ain't that many freaking electricians? Right? Where the mechanics at? Where the carpenters? All we got up there is fucking lawyers and fucking doctors. Most of them are fucking millionaires. How are you going to represent the people that ain't millionaires and you're a millionaire? You're out of touch with me. Here's my example. Mitt Romney. When Mitt Romney was running for president, I was like, hmm, that man's a businessman. He's got experience. I was trying to give him a chance. Mitt fucking Romney. When When he lost me, they were in an airplane doing an interview, and they asked Mitt Romney, uh, well, they asked him what he wanted to do, and he said that I want to be uh, the uh, uh, the champion for the middle class. I was like, oh, shit. Go on, Mitt. You the man, Mitt. And then the dude says, well, uh, how much, in your opinion, how much does the middle class, you know, what's the the, the, uh, the limit? How much does the middle class make? He said, oh, middle class makes 250000 a year. I was like, get the fuck out of here. You rich motherfucker. You so you so rich, you don't even know what broke is. All right. I'm upper middle class and I don't make a quarter million fucking dollars. You've been to my house, Ray. I'm doing great. Right? But I don't but I don't make fucking two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a fucking year. He called that middle class. You're out of touch. Be gone, bitch. I can't vote for you, Mitch. You with me? Yes, sir. What I liked about freaking Obama, other than his skin tone, oh, that was a joke, is he, he was a broke motherfucker. He started out as a freaking uh, a, a, a community fucking organizer, worked his way up, but he was a smart motherfucker. One of the most educated presidents we had. Michelle Obama was smarter than his ass. She had two Ivy League degrees. All right? But they know what broke was. Both of them. You can freaking govern me, 
Because you came from where I came from, broke as hell, worked your way up. Now maybe you might be making a bunch of money. Now you got the whole spectrum. But when you when you start out a millionaire and turn yourself into a billionaire, and now you want to you want to tell the entire country how you gonna help the broke people manage, and you ain't never been broke. Get the fuck out of here, man. Mm. Come on. You're out of touch with me. You can't relate to me. Okay? And I'm a black man of privilege. I worked my ass off to get here, but I ain't hurting for shit. Dude, I got a studio in my office. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But come on, man. I didn't wake up this way. It took me half a century. I'm 50 something years old. It took me half a century to get here. You know, but all you can do is teach the next one. Teach the next. That's one. all you can do, man. Yeah, that's man. all you can do. And I'm sorry for yeah, going yeah. off on a tangent. I did it again. Nah. <laughs> you good, my brother. I'm gonna leave you alone after this one, man. Yeah, but man. for everybody that got kids, you know what I'm saying. When this stuff is over with, with the coronas and all that, I wish I had a corona right now. But when all this stuff is over with, and you're able to take your children around other children. I just beg each and every one of you, whether you grandmas, mamas, daddies, aunties, uncles, whomever, mm. caretakers, take your kids, man, around other children that's different. Yes. Christmas time comes, birthday time comes for these females that's out here, man, and they go to these Walmarts or whatever and buy baby dolls, and you might have a Caucasian daughter or a black daughter, whatever the case may be, or even a Hispanic daughter. I dare you. To buy beta dolls of different colors, something man. How yeah. dare you? Let's let's expose new things to the children. Yeah, for our young men, our young black men. Today, I'm happy for them because right now we have more fathers than in the lives of young black men than we used to be back in the '60s mm. or even the '70s. So I applaud the young black men these days. Well, we're about to have more about black on. But we're about to have if we have police reform now that everything's in the outs in, in, in wide open now, if they stop imprisoning the black man at a disproportionate number, you'll have more fathers on the street and less fathers in jail. For nothing. Yeah. And let me throw this in. Yeah. Let me throw this in. For all you states that's legalizing fucking marijuana. And you put a shitload of freaking black people in prison for freaking selling marijuana. If you legalize that shit so that the white man can make that money, you better release every fucking nonviolent marijuana fucking dude out of prison. Because if you can make money off of it, you need to let them go and absolve their fucking record. If you're allowed to smoke marijuana in a state, there should not be a nonviolent marijuana motherfucker in jail, period. That's a good point. Phil, that's a brilliant point right there. That's brilliant. That's brilliant, man. That's brilliant. Maybe I should run for fucking president. See, now, if I ran for president, buckle your seatbelts, motherfuckers, because your president's going to cuss. You vote for me? I'm going to cuss. If if you can say grab him by the pussy, I can say kiss my fucking ass. If you vote for me, you're going to have a president that cuss. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I'm just saying. That's a strong point. You know, that's I'm I'm just like you feel you surrounded by women like me, I'm surrounded by women. It's eighty percent women that's in my life right now. Uh-huh. When it's dealing with daughters, my wife, I'm 
I mean, man, I just got like two sons and one grandson, and that's it. The rest of them is women oh. all across the board. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? But when, when people hear that I, it's okay to grab them by the pussy, and if you are a man, you understand what I'm saying? You hear that. Man. And you don't think something ain't right with that statement? Something wrong with you. Oh man, there was something wrong with there you. was absolutely nothing wrong with that statement because they elected him. Mm, 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 mm. Think about that. Man. Think about that shit. Man. I'm a, I'm gonna say <laughs> this, and I'm about to jump off of here, man, but I'm gonna say this one more time. If you got a group of people that have been dominated for four hundred fucking years until now. The last yeah. message that you need from the president of the United States is governors. You need to go out there and dominate them. Mm. Kind of fucking message is that? That's not a unity message. That's not a we need to get there together message. That ain't a me mountaintop message. That's a detached motherfucker that does not understand that his people, his people, my president, his people yeah. are split. They're hurting. They need some leadership. They need to be freaking unified. And the person in the White House is incapable of doing that or he just doesn't give a fuck. There's only two reasons that it hasn't happened. He's either incapable of trying to breed unity in the United States of America or he just doesn't give a fuck. I'm I, done, I man. took my hat off. I took my hat off to the leaders of the armed forces who spoke up. Yes, sir. And I mean, yeah. that right there alone tells you what type of men and women you're dealing with in our armed forces. I salute them to the utmost. I agree. You understand? I agree. I really man. do, man. And I thank them for having backbones, and I thank people like y'all for you. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm just so a dude, man. Continue, brother. Continue, <laughs> continue doing what you're doing, man. And I love you like cooked food. Uh, I love you more, man. You're welcome here. Once this COVID thing's done, come on by, man. You're going to take me fishing. Brother, you need to take me fishing. Two and four. Two and four. Catching cook, baby. I'm going to the coast tomorrow. All right. I'm going to the coast tomorrow. All right. All right, <laughs> man. Love you like cooked food. Thanks for calling, man. Peace. Yes, sir. All right, folks, I've been on here for about an hour and 28 minutes. I'm about to shut this down. All right. Y'all saw what I said. The title of this is My Blackness, and I gave it to you. I said an adult conversation, and you got it. Feel, feel free to leave whatever comments that you want. Feel free to leave your opinion. I'm not a closed-minded person. I will listen, even if I don't agree. I will talk, even if you want me to shut the hell up. I will think, even though you might real, might believe that I'm not, I'm going to watch to see what's happening. But anyway, I love you guys like cooked food. I appreciate your time. Hopefully you can understand my perspective a little bit better. A black man's perspective. All right, guys. If I offended anybody, I don't give a fuck. If I made you happy, I still don't give a fuck. I had to say what I had to say. I love you. You guys take care of each other. And you guys be safe. It's crazy out here in the world. I love you like cooked food. And I will see you when I see you. Peace.